All right. Um, how are you guys doing tonight? Good. I'm happy to be with you tonight. So tonight, uh, we are going to talk a little bit about the prayer of praise and worship. And a little bit about um, the pr praying in unity. Um, so if you would turn with me in your Bibles to Acts 13.2. I'm going to spend a lot of our evening in Acts tonight. You know, uh, the church in Acts, that's, that's us, right? <laughs> Still going on. <laughs> All right. Say amen when you're there. All right. It says, Acts 13.2. While they were serving the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart to me Barnabas and Saul for the work of which I have called them. Um, I'm going to turn to this translation. You know, that's what I get. I study out of this Bible, but then when like I'm writing down my message, I always use like New American Standard because that's what my husband has, or like, you know, New King James Version. <laughs> and then it doesn't say it in the Bible that I bring <laughs> um, in that way. But it says, uh, verse two, while they were worshiping as priests before the Lord in prayer and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, and then, what he said isn't what we're talking about. But <laughs> so um, what I want to point out to you is, in another translation it says, as they ministered to the Lord. And tonight we're going to talk a little bit about that. It says that in a lot of places um, in Acts that they, I'm going to read off a couple verses to you just so that you can put them down in your notes. Um, in Acts 1.14, in Acts 2.1, in Acts 424 and Acts 16:25. It talks about them uh, worshiping the Lord, ministering to the Lord. It's like a very common theme that you see. And um, what I want to talk to you about is that a lot of times in the church, and I'm not saying this church necessarily, I'm just saying ch churches in general, we spend a lot of time uh, ministering to each other. You know, the pastor gets up and he ministers to the congregation, which is his job. He should do that. <laughs> you know, the, the worship pastor gets up and he ministers a lot of times to the congregation, um, which is all well and good and something that we need to do, right? We come to church to gather together and to minister to one another. Um, but this, what they're talking about in the book of Acts is something different than that. Um, this song, the praises be lifted up, in that song, we are ministering, ministering to the Lord. We're talking about who he is, what he's done. I mean, like, and we're glorifying his name and speaking to him about him, right? God, you're so good. You know, we pray all honor to your name, praises to your name, glory to your name, be lifted up, be lifted higher. We're singing directly to the Lord in that song. And not all worship songs are like that. Some of them minister to us. And um, in this song, and not just in this song, but 
it's what I want to point out to you is that ministering to the Lord is a very important part of our worship experience. Whether you find yourself at home or at church or wherever it is that you're having time with the Lord um, in prayer, in worship, whatever it is, we need to take time to minister to the Lord. Um, because powerful things happen when we do. You know, if we, um, let's turn to Acts 16. And I'm going to read you a story. Um, Acts 16, and we're going to start off in verse 22. Um, it says, a great crowd gathered. Okay, they gathered around Paul and Silas. All right, Paul and Silas are ministering. And uh, it says, uh, a great crowd gathered and all the people joined in to come against them. The Roman officials ordered Paul and Silas to be stripped of their garments and beaten with rods on their bare backs. After they were severely beaten, they were thrown into prison and the, jail was and the jailer was commanded to guard them securely. So the jailer placed them in the innermost cell of the prison and had their feet bound and chained. Paul and Silas, undaunted, prayed in the middle of the night and sang songs of praise to God while all the other prisoners listened to their worship. And I mean, we all know the story, right? But as I was reading it today, the Lord just started to speak to me and he just started to bring me like situations in my life, right? That are trials, if you will. <laughs> my trials are not quite so bad as this one. <laughs> but, you know, they're real to me all the same. And um, the Lord just started saying to me, you know, what are you doing in those situations? You know, um, when I find myself in the midnight hour, that's what one other translation of this says, what, what am I doing? Am I praying and praising? You know, it doesn't say in this passage of scripture what they prayed. I mean, I would imagine they prayed, Lord, deliver us, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I don't know that that's what they prayed. But I do know what it looks like to praise and worship my Father, right? And I know, according to the word, that whatever I pray and ask God for, and I ask in Jesus' name, according to his will, he will do it for me. That's what the scripture tells me, right? Um, and so I imagine that they prayed, Lord, deliver us, Right? And then they began to praise and worship God as if it had already happened. So loud that every prisoner heard them in the jail cell, right? And, you know, I ask myself, when people see me in a difficult situation, do they hear me praise? Do they hear me Pray, believe God, and then worship as if it's already happened, right? Um, so let's read on. Um, so Paul and Silas, 25, it says, Paul and Silas, undaunted by what had just happened to them, prayed, 
in the middle of the night and sang songs of praise to God while all of the other prisoners listened to their worship. Suddenly, a great earthquake shook the foundation of the prison, and all at once, every prison door flung open, and the chains of all the prisoners came loose. You know, what I want to say to you about this and what God just said to me is, (laughs) when people see you in a difficult situation, begin to praise and magnify God, you will not be the only one that is set free. Um... As people see God's faithfulness through your life, as you praise and worship and honor God, no matter the situation, you will not be the only one who is set free. (laughs) The power of prayer and praise is, I mean, it's the key, right? (laughs) That, um, so I'm going to tell you a story. That's what God just brought to my remembrance. Um, Josie, so I I shared a few weeks ago that Josie had broken her finger and that we prayed over her hand and, and then nothing happened at first and then I called my parents and I was still freaking out and, um, I, so then we got in the car, and I called my husband, and we prayed the prayer of agreement, which saves the sick, amen, or the injured, (laughs) in this case, and we prayed together, and as we prayed, Josie started to calm down, and I couldn't see her hand. Um, Before this, it had been swollen and bruised, and she couldn't move it, and all this stuff, and, um, but I didn't see her hand. But as we prayed, she started to calm down, at least. So I was happy for that. <laughs> and, um, but she was still whimpering a little. And I hung up with my husband because he was gone and he had to go to a conference and stuff. So I hung up on the phone with him. And Josie was still kind of whimpering a little bit, but she wasn't crying nearly as hard as she had been. And she said, um, Mama, it still hurts. And I said, well, you know what, Josie? We're just going to praise God. Because I believe that as Daddy and I prayed, the healing power of God was administered to your body. And so we're going to praise God and we're going to thank God. And your finger is going to be whole, right? And so my little four-year-old girl from the back seat of the car, she starts yelling, Hallelujah! Praise Jesus! Amen! <laughs> like, you know, like she's like, and I'm like, yeah, hallelujah! God, it's a healer, right? <laughs> And so then we just started to sing a song about healing is what we did. And we got back to the house and I got her out of the car and her finger wasn't swollen and it wasn't bruised and she could move it. And my dad was like, I don't know why you were freaking out so bad. There's nothing wrong with her hand. <laughs> and I was like, you didn't see it before. But what the Lord um, said to me in that moment as, you know, her hand, um, you know, she was still, it was still hurting. You know, he said to me, um, what would you be doing if the manifestation of healing was here? Right? That's what he said to me. And I said, okay, well, we're going to praise God because I believe that you're healed. And then she was, right? It was the act of faith and obedience, right? To believe the word of God that made the manifestation of that healing take place right? 
And like in this scripture, right, they, they prayed, and it doesn't say exactly what they prayed, but I believe they prayed to be delivered, right? And they prayed, and then in faith, they took that step of faith, and they began to praise and worship God for who he is and what he does and his faithfulness. And then not just them, but the entire prison was set free. Hallelujah. I mean, hallelujah. (laughs) That is awesome, right? I mean, to have the kind of faith that, like, I mean, that my chains will just fall off if I'm sitting in prison. Like, that's a lot of faith. But to have the kind of faith where, man, the whole prison, the earth shook, prison doors were opened, chains fell off. Amen? That's the kind of faith that you have on the inside of you. That is the kind of person that God has called you, not called you to be. It's who you are. It's who you are. The kind of person that stands up in faith in the midst of a difficult situation and says, I'm going to believe God, and I know what he said, and I believe that I will be set free. Right? Amen. We have the victory in Jesus. All right, let's turn to another scripture. (laughs) Um, We're going to turn to you. We're going to turn to 2 Chronicles. Old Testament. I was telling my grandma today as I was preparing that I write the names of the people of the Old Testament that I'm talking about at the top of my paper. (laughs) Because I can never remember what their names are. (laughs) But, you know, it's okay. (laughs) They have hard names, weird names. All right, 2 Chronicles 20. All right. Verse 15 is where we're going to start. It says, he said, listen carefully. Okay, so right now, um, King Jehoshaphat, as I'm reading his name, King Jehoshaphat, <laughs> um, he is the king of Judah, and they, the armies are coming against their camp, right? They're coming against Judah, and Judah was God's people, right? So, um, they went before the Lord to ask him what to do, and this is what he said. He said, Listen carefully, all you people of Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, the King Jehoshaphat and King Jehoshaphat. The Lord says this to you, be not afraid or dismayed at this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Go down against them tomorrow. Behold, they will come up by the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the river valley in front of the wilderness of Jerusalem. Okay? Or no, Jeruel. (laughs) Okay, so they go before the Lord. There's this huge army coming against them, right? They go before the Lord to ask him what to do. And he tells them not to be afraid. One, the battle belongs to God. Two, three, this is where you'll find them, right? So he's setting them up well. And he says, um, it goes on to say um, in verse 17, you need not fight in this battle, Take your position, stand and witness the salvation of the Lord who is with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear 
or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. And then we're going to pick up um, in verse 21. And it says, When he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who sang to the Lord and those who praised him in their holy attire as they went out before the army and said, Praise and give thanks to the Lord for his mercy and loving kindness endure forever. When they began singing and praising, the Lord set ambushes against the sons of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, so that they were struck down in defeat. For the sons of Ammon and Moab rose up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, um, completely destroying them. And when they were finished with the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. <laughs> okay. So I just want you to picture this, right? This is another great example of a terrible situation, right? A terrible situation where there's like, there are three camps of people coming against Jerusalem and Judah, right? I mean, certain death. We're just going to be honest about that, right? <laughs> I mean, with the amount of people coming against them in the, in the natural, they're all going to die. But instead of freaking out, right, about the situation that was coming against them, they go before the Lord in prayer and they say, Lord, what, what do we do? And God says, don't be afraid. I will fight the battle. Go down to this place where they will all be and see your salvation. And God steps in and they destroy each other. These armies that have come together to kill Judah, right? They destroy each other. I mean, because of their obedience, because they go to God in prayer before they make an action, because they send forth the worshipers to exalt God. There is tremendous power available to you through your praise. When you find yourself in a difficult situation, choose to focus your attention. Looking at the army, we're gonna die, right? Looking at the army, there's no chance of survival here. Three armies coming against me, no chance. But when I choose to exalt and focus my attention on my Father, on Jesus, on the salvation that is set before you, as it says in the scripture, see your salvation, right? Go down, send your worshipers out ahead of you, see your salvation. Send your worship out ahead of you. That's what I hear the Lord saying. Send your exaltation of God out ahead of you. And it will bring salvation from whatever it is that you are facing. Thank you, Lord. We're just going to wait for a second because I was going to go another direction, but I just feel like we need to wait for a minute. I think we're just going to pray about this tonight. And it's like, I don't know, I feel like it's an odd thing to pray about, but that's what we're going to pray about. We're going to pray about whatever it is that you, um, f 
wherever you find yourself, right? In the jail cell, facing an army. I mean, like, obviously, like, those are figurative. But, I mean, for real, the situation you find yourself in. And we are just going to pray the prayer of praise and worship. We're going to send our praises out ahead of us, okay? Um, so you can stand, you can sit, you can walk around, you can do what you want to do. But I am going to come up on the piano and play and pray, okay? Give me one second. Thank you, Lord. So if you just want to pray with me. Lord, we just exalt you tonight, God. We glorify you, God. God, you are so good. You are so faithful, God. We just glorify your name tonight. We honor you, God, because all praise is due your name. All honor and glory is to you, God, because you are faithful, God. We just love you, Lord. We love you, God. We're just so in love with you, Father. Just sing this with me. I sing praises to your name. Praises to your name. Name that's so much higher than all names. All glory. All glory to your name. Glory to your name. Name that's so much higher than all names. Yeah. 
exalt your name. we just thank you tonight for um, what you've spoken to our hearts, God. I pray that you would help us to remember and not forget <laughs> that as we send our praises out ahead of us, as we exalt you, God, it doesn't matter what battle we face or what prison we think we're caught in. Thank you, Lord, that you are, have already won the victory, God. We trust you and we look to you in our time of need. And we just thank you, Jesus, that you've set us free from every sickness and every bondage. And so, Lord, I pray that you would help us to remember to send our praises out ahead of us. And we will see the salvation that you have already planned, that you have already provided. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. And thank you, God, for all that you have done. We glorify you tonight. We give you glory and praise and all the honor, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, if you guys...